Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show. Well, uh, the Douglas County Sheriff's Department is investigating. The office is investigating the death of a student on the Boys Town campus. That's a bummer. Yeah, staff members found the boy early Monday morning. No obvious signs of trauma. A Boys Town spokesperson said that the cause of death is unknown, but it could be a medical issue. There is going to be an autopsy performed, and counseling and grief support is available to students and staff there at Boys Town. And a gas leak um, led to evacuations in Papillion yesterday. Crews were Working near 72nd and Giles, struck a gas line and caused a leak in the afternoon. Authorities say that the leak was well contained, minimal danger, but several nearby buildings were evacuated as a precaution. Traffic was also diverted away from the area. Crews were able to repair the gas line. Did they say what crew it was? Was it like a, what, what kind of people were working it? I didn't see what crew it was. Um, it so wasn't a fiber optic crew? <laughs> a certain more like right. people around here like to just pop a hole in the ground and just start probing. <laughs> start dabbing around in there. Everybody just needs to be cool. Uh, Nebraska State Patrol welcoming a new class of recruits, 19 men, 4 women. They began instructions in Grand Island yesterday. It's all part of the State Patrol's 57th basic recruit class. The recruits are going to participate in 23 weeks of training. Officials say that the recruits were selected after extensive interviews and testing that went over several months. And 13 Omaha area schools have booked the Baxter Arena for graduation ceremonies this spring. Omaha World Herald is reporting that the 7,500 seat arena is uh, just, it seems to be just the right fit for a lot of these schools. OPS has a five year contract for its seven high schools. Ralston High School, meanwhile, will be holding its graduation at the Ralston Arena. So stay in school, kids. Mm -hmm. You want to walk across. You know, I'm sure it's probably the time of year when kids drop out. Gosh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Second semester, if you're a senior, I don't need high school, man. You know, when I was in high school, no one dropped out uh, in my my high school anyway. Um, God, don't drop out. That's just stupid. Because eventually you're going to go back. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's important to get that education. Um, it's funny the things that prompt you to say that, though. I remember I was, like, so in love with Johnny Depp, and he dropped out of high school when he was 16. Oh, really? So that, you threw that out there? Yeah, so I was like, I mean... Ironically, he, he dropped out of high school, though, to go be an actor where he played a guy who was an undercover cop in high school. <laughs> yes. So he sort of had a more practical path. Right. <laughs> Drop out to well, go back. What were you going to do if you dropped out, Molly? What I don't you? know. I was just like, well, he dropped out. and I mean, I just remember my the look on my mother's face. I oh, mean, yeah. It was just absolute horror. I mean, my dad's like, you're not dropping out too bad. You know, whatever. I was like, the legal age is 16. I only have to go to school until I'm 16, and you can't make me go. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God, my poor parents. What they put up with. Um, but yes, I finished. I, yeah, you want to let your parents hear your name get called <laughs> yeah, as you nice walk moment. across. It's a proud moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Donald Trump taking aim at the Nebraska family, uh, the, the family of Governor Pete Ricketts. 
uh, Trump, he tweeted Monday about the Ricketts family and uh, um, that he had heard that they were secretly spending money against him. Now, Governor Ricketts' mother spent $3 million donating to an anti-Trump super PAC, but it was no secret. She listed on the, uh, the the finance reports that were filed over the weekend. But this is all leading up to Nevada's Republican caucuses, which are going to be uh, taking place today. Uh, state party officials say they won't predict how many people will turn out, but record numbers are expected. GOP leaders are hoping a streamlined process will prevent the problem experienced four years ago when, I guess, a manual ballot recount took like three days. Donald Trump is the heavy favorite to win in Nevada. A lot of polls have him um, just, I mean, tens and tens of points ahead of the next in line, which is a tie for second is what everybody's fighting for. Uh, and that goes between Florida Senator Marco Rubio and Texas Senator Ted Cruz. But Texas Senator Ted Cruz is coming in uh, um, a little uh, uh, hobbled today. His presidential campaign is down a campaign communications director. who um, His communication director dis- resigned yesterday. After he tweeted a link to a video which falsely depicted rival Marco Rubio saying things about the Bible that he hadn't said. Now, Cruz- and this is on the heels of, you remember the photograph of Marco Rubio shaking the hands with Obama and it was a bad Photoshop, Photoshop deal. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was under that guy's purview. You remember it was the cheesy, over-the-top... South Carolina, right? That was that during yeah, that election. Yeah, they put Obama's yeah. head and Rubio's head on top of a stock photo that was very easy to find online. Yeah. So then everyone was lighting up the Twitter, Instagram universe with the fake, over-the-top... Mm-hmm. Bad photoshops. Of Ted Cruz. And they were fantastic. They were really funny. (laughs) Yeah, they were. So uh, I guess Cruz says, you know, his campaign will not question the faith of another candidate. And, you know, they were sorry to see this guy go. But at the same time, they, you know, won't stand for any of that. But uh, doesn't have Trump mollified. He's been busy with tweeting out. Uh, attacks on Ted Cruz since the the story broke. Um, Two Republican senators are breaking with party leaders over the Supreme Court vacancy. Susan Collins of Maine and Mark Kirk of Illinois, both Republican senators, are saying that they should hold hearings when President Obama nominates someone to succeed the late Justice Antonin Scalia. Scalia died earlier this month, and Obama has said that he'll nominate a replacement in due time. Republican leaders have said Obama should leave it to the winner of the November presidential election to nominate the new justice. You know, they're, they're, blam- they're saying Biden got this whole thing started, wasn't it? Biden was the deal when there was a Democratic-controlled Senate back in the day, and he said in the final year of a, uh, of a presidency that they shouldn't pick, the, pick a Supreme so, yeah. Court replacement. But that's what's sort of started the political rancor. Okay. When it comes to replacing, Biden's yeah. the guy that got it started. The new the the, the quote. So from it's 90, not just Republicans have done it; Democrats have done it. Yeah. Okay. So the um so it's going to be moving forward. I mean, everybody expects Obama to nominate someone. Now, what happens when it reaches the Senate is what everybody's going to be watching. People are flocking to the box office to see the new anti-hero movie, Deadpool, starring Ryan Reynolds. The you guys film, haven't seen it yet? No, got to check it out. Uh, it's already brought in $200 million in North America and nearly $500 million worldwide. But Deadpool now is on par to be the top R-rated movie, a top earner ever, uh, beating out The Passion of the Christ, which has held the highest grossing R-rated film of all time since, what, the 90s? The Passion it's... of the Christ is the highest yeah. rated R-rated movie? Yes. Oh, you forget that was R. Gross um, does. All the 600... profanity in it, right? Yeah. A ton of F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> sex scene. Oh, uh, male frontal that, nudity. Deadpool is yeah. so good. 
It's good. Everyone's that, ranting and raving, but I've seen it, and I immediately, everyone says the same thing. You wanted to sit back down and watch it again. It's really good. So certain kinds of laminate flooring made by lumber liquidators can lead to a greater risk of developing cancer. There are regulators with the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, and they're coming out with new information. The announcement comes on the heels of cancer risks calculated earlier this month. Investigators saying exposure to formaldehyde from the flooring is greater than previously estimated and can actually leave people up to three times more likely to develop cancer than they previously thought. Remember, 60 Minutes did the story that just killed lumber liquidators yeah. and yeah. then their stock dropped. They've denied it all along. You bet they Sort did. of finger-pointed because it's coming from China. China! Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they so now this it. is all validated and said they've been lying all along, but it's still the original 60 Minutes story that it's this ridiculous level. Now, lumber liquidators stopped selling the laminate flooring last year because of those claims. But what they're warning people is, is even though they haven't sold it, think of all the people out there yeah, that have, have those floors installed in your house. Tons yes. of people in exactly. businesses and homes that have it in the house, and now it needs to get removed. So does this open up for a class action? Absolutely. You know, for that kind of thing. So uh, February 10th study said that the flooring leads to cancer cases in two to nine people per 100,000, and the new figures say that no, that's six to 30 cases. Uh, per 100,000. So they've really upped those numbers. And uh, if you love the voice of Morgan Freeman, he could new- soon be giving you directions to your nearest If the- you use uh, Waze? Yes, Waze, the app. It's the uh, Google's free navigation app, Waze. Have you guys ever used it? I've never used it's it. It's too no. much. Is it's it? like you got... I don't know. I mean, I use Google Maps. Yeah, so do I. Google's Waze, though, will throw in traffic jams. If we lived in a bigger city, we probably certainly would. Mm-hmm. Okay. Major cities. I don't think Omaha's uh, commute times you necessarily need it as much. But I just find it distracting having people talk to you in the car. Like the, I usually do just the maps. Like I don't do the one where it like talks to you. The original right. was Garmin, and you could yeah. download. Like I had a Garmin, and you could get Will Ferrell and all these celebrities. No, I never terrible. did it, so now I can get Morgan Freeman. Morgan saying, Freeman. Get off at the next stop. <laughs> yes. The actor plays the vice president in an upcoming movie, London Has Fallen, and addresses you, the driver, as if you were the president. Um, regardless, he still oh, speaks... Oh, it's a movie tie-in? I think so, yeah. It's gross. gross. He still speaks in his signature rich, lovely voice and uh, is gentle yet firm as he directs you on the road. He's still married and stuff, or did he? Uh, was he just sleeping with the, the, her best friend, his wife's best friend, or something like that? Uh, what was her name? Wylene. It wasn't. Uh, what was Marlene? Wylene. What are you saying? No, I'm saying it was uh, Wylene. Marlene, or so, I can't remember what is Mar Marla. I can't. Anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that they. I don't know if they got past that or not. He was sleeping with the I best was... friend. They got in a car accident mm-hmm. together. That's how everybody found uh, out. They're like, good. "What are you doing, hanging out with uh, Myra's best friend?" Myra. It was Myra. Myra. Oh Myra. my dear lord. <laughs> oh Myra, please um, forgive me. What's the, did you see the original White House Down or White House Has Fallen? Because mm-hmm. there's no. two different movies. There's one that's got Channing Tatum. Yep. And then there's the one that's this one is the sequel to, and it's who's the guy, the British guy from Gerard Butler. Gerard uh, Butler. No, I didn't see that, and I like Gerard Butler. Um, How but does he keep staying alive? I don't know. I do. That not was it. He's the president's best friend. Mm-hmm. So if you've seen the trailer and the new yeah. one, they jog together. Uh huh. But Gerard Butler can jog backwards. <laughs> Well, the problem was is that he was his, you know, Secret Service guy, and they were still friends. But then something happened with the wife; they got in a, you know, accident. And he could they, never forgive himself. They slid himself. on the on the uh, on the ice on the bridge, and the limo was teetering. Okay, and she was trapped. 
They couldn't get her out, and the president was like... They had to like, say the president. No, don't cut me loose. He wanted to die with his wife. And they're Aww. like, sorry, dude. Gerard Butler had to choose the president or the wife. Or the wife. And he cut the slit, the seatbelt to let the president loose. And the wife tumbled into the... She died. Oh, man. Yep. What would you do? I think I would... You have to say the president. That's your job. I mean, first lady is like, I mean, I love you and everything, but man. that's not their prime directive. Yeah, he probably would have got fired if they would have yeah. been like... He's standing there, like, putting his coat over the first lady. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. They're like, what's up with the president? And he's like, I had to choose, yeah. so I chose her. They're like, oh, you were so fired. So fired. I mean, that's <laughs> not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? Yeah. Oh, man. I do not want to be you at headquarters today. God, who would I, who would I pick like, if You're was... literally supposed to throw her in front of a bullet unless you can't throw yourself. Ah, man. <laughs> Anything to protect the president. Because now it, we got VP status. If you had to pick between, we'll just say, oh, I don't want to do this. We'll just say Jeff. Oh, better yet, uh, yeah, Jeff, if you had to pick between Molly and I, who would you pick? I would pick Molly because she's the mother of two children. Okay. Oh. That's pretty simple. I think everyone would have picked that all day. That's nothing personal. Uh, no, it's not. Dude. I know. He's like, I'm still, it still hurts. Well, Molly, who would you pick? It's just uh, Jeff and I, we don't have kids. Or... Oh, God, that'd be so tough. I couldn't. I don't, no, she wouldn't. I don't know. I don't. She doesn't even call me when she comes to town. I think we would assume to pick you right now because you might produce offspring with the lovely Wileen. No, I you think both we could, see you it know, as, you both uh, could produce hot we gotta, offspring. We gotta I think see you, it as the. Uh, I think you're gonna have one before Noah's I have Ark. one. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have one with a Waffle House waitress. Yeah. <laughs> Are we getting Waffle Houses in town? Three <laughs> waffles, Lolo's. So excited. <laughs> They're so funny. Love you guys. Channel ninety four one. All right. Uh, welcome to the show. I guess there is a price tag on having a happy marriage, and somebody broke it down. Um, they were saying that uh, if it costs about three hundred and eighty one thousand dollars to be married, to have a happy marriage. Now that's terrible. Uh, just on the premise that we're saying that poor people can't be happily married. Yeah. And I just want to, before I get the numbers, I just want to say, I bet you there are poor people. That are totally in love because it's based on that bedrock of yes. what they have, right? This is cumulatively. Before money. This is like through the course of your marriage. This isn't like a one, uh, like an annual uh, payout. This is like over the course of a marriage, this is how much will be spent to ensure happiness. To be married, I guess I'm just, I, I guess I don't have to be sure. specific, so go ahead. $3,000 are saying for the wedding and the honeymoon. So bam, right out of the gate. Big ticket 30, item. Thirty thousand. Thirty thousand for the wedding and the honeymoon. And the big one overall. No. What was what was the original number though to start? Three hundred and eighty-one thousand. Okay. Over. Do they give over a time period? Over the course of your marriage. So I would say, you know, uh, they say over forty-five years plus the wedding. Wow. Oh, so that's years. someone who lasts yeah. that long. Forty-five years. So forty-five years over over forty-five years, you're spending three hundred and eighty-one thousand. That's what they're claiming, and they say that that breaks down to about seventy-seven hundred dollars a year. And adjust, adjusted dollars. Um, but the way they broke it out from that, from those 45 years, 30000 straight up for just the wedding and the honeymoon, $2,000 a year for date nights. They're saying that that's three dates a month at around 55 bucks each. So, I mean, with you dating, would you say, I mean, you're spending probably more than that annually, wouldn't you imagine? Because, I mean, you probably go on, if you're dating and you're in a serious relationship, you're probably going on more than three dates a month. Yeah. 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 Where when you're married, and especially like married with kids. You're not. You're right? not going out like you used to. I mean, you're lucky if you're squeezing in one date night 
maybe two date nights a month. Jason, once you guys even have one kid, you should, if you want to send that kid to college, you should stop ever going to a restaurant. Yes. <laughs> I mean, basically, yes. you're both broke. Yes. Yeah. And you need to set aside every penny. Until forever, right. Uh, $800 a year for nights in. So they're saying that that breaks down to three nights a month, and that includes the cost of Netflix, like a Netflix subscription or like an iTunes movie download, and then drinks, snacks. So even like, you know, you're saying $2,000 a year for date nights, but $800 a year for those nights where it's like, let's just stay in and rent something. It's like, well, there's still a cost to that. Like you still got to pay for the Amazon Prime or, you know, the beer that you're drinking or what have you. 435 bucks a year for gifts and little surprises. Four hundred and thirty. Listen to me. I'm like, that's a lot. It's, well, no, but those think are about gifts. Like we're talking birthday and everything birthday, like that, right? Christmas, okay. little surprises, little things like, hey, just you know, flowers for. Well, what's this for? Oh, just thinking about you, love you, you know, that kind of thing. Easily four hundred thirty-five. You're getting off easy if that's like birthdays and Christmas and everything. Uh, they're saying six hundred and eighty dollars a year for jewelry. I was like, uh, what? That's the one that made me stop and scratch my head. Oh, okay. you're not getting any of that, uh, that no. bling, bling no. from daddy? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> See Jeff's earlier comment about wanting to send my kids to college ever. Uh, $277 a year for lingerie. Um, remember, these are the costs for a happy marriage. And so I guess I feel like $277 a year for lingerie is expensive as well. Uh, $232 a year on clothes and shoes for special occasions, 900 bucks a year on weekends away, and then $2,400 a year on vacations. Okay. So they're saying it breaks down to $7,746 total every year. I feel like that's probably a rather lean estimate. Yeah. Just considering all of the little bells and whistles. Well, after 40 years, you don't have to do How do people anything, afford right? to stay married? Yeah. Well, but I was I mean, thinking when I saw this, how do people afford to date? I mean, besides the big ticket item of the wedding and the honeymoon, I mean, thirty thousand. Let's take that off the table. But just what you guys is yeah, average in, about fifty bucks a day if you had to break it down through the year. Easy, easily fifty dollars a day. I mean, and then if you want to go to way together, and then just like special little things. Let's say you take her to a concert. Let's say you want to do like a, a like a go go to a play or go out. I mean, besides just the movies. I feel like you got to shake more of a tail when you're dating than when you're married. That's why you ladies are lucky, because it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, people do things single. You would go to concerts in, the, in restaurants anyway. anyway as a single person. When yeah. you're dating, you're just bringing someone along. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, my point is, is that you tend to maybe... I feel like when you're single, yes, you're doing those things. But I feel like maybe when you're dating or when you're part of a, a couple... You tend to want to explore newer, more fun options, sometimes more expensive options. Like, you know, I mean, you're you're probably not going to find yourself at a V Mertz necessarily, you know, with just the girls where that's much more of like a couple's sort of destination. Like, oh, you took me out to dinner at V Mertz. It was our anniversary or what I, have I, you. I think the couples, you're only that interesting early on. Yeah. You're only bold like that in the in the. Yeah. In the then courting you, phase, then, then you Applebee's. get pretty boring. Right. Then it's like we stay in, we're a couple, or we yeah. don't do a whole lot of stuff. We I never get out. I just feel like you two always, I mean, just having known you for as long as I have and having seen you both in your different, I feel like you guys are really fun and exciting boyfriends. You're always coming up with really. Phase. <laughs> no, in the because, faking phase. No, because you've been in long-term <laughs> relationships, Jeff, where, 
yeah, maybe it gets to a point where you're not going out every night. But I remember, I clearly remember a time where you went out and got like a picnic basket, and you guys were gonna like go. That was the bacon stage. That's yeah, bacon stage. There was a time where you were gonna go ice skating, That's and you went and got all the ice too. skating gear. That's when we were still wearing masks. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And party, you're always so thoughtful. Like you always are such a thoughtful gift giver, even to the friends in your lives. Like I not mean, even like the girlfriends, but just people in your lives. I fake it longer than Jeff. Okay, <laughs> I was trying to give you both. I'm kidding. I had I'm power, joking. Seth. I'm just. My point is, is that when I read this, I thought seven thousand dollars annually seems inexpensive compared to how much yeah. you spend when you're out there. Shaking a tail. Shaking a tail, yeah. I look at more so at the 40 years of marriage. 45 I mean, years of marriage. I know. I'm like, uh, on what wow. planet are those people living? Yeah, I don't. I think the, you couldn't put a price tag on being able to stay together for 45 years. 45 This was years. premised on what's it cost to have a, what, a happy a marriage? Happy marriage, yes. Happy marriage. Huh. I mean, I think that for us, like you gotta go, you gotta spend money. They, they just came out with something about um, the, the reason why, the main reason why people divorce, and it's pretty much just being content, just uh, complacency. Okay, is it? They're like, dude, you gotta change it, man. You can't just get complacent. That just like all these lawyers came together, like, yeah. And they just kind of figured out that complacency was the main reason why people, you know, get. Well, I know people want adventure in their lives, right? I mean, yeah. For myself, like, okay, as the only married person yeah. uh, on the show, and uh, and and married with kids, I think that the hardest thing, the biggest challenge, is is carving out that time for yourself. Because by the end of the day, after the kids are in bed and all this stuff, and I know it sounds like wait, wait, but I'm just saying you're tired. Like I have spent all day with two little chatterboxes. The last thing I want to do, I just want to, I want to, I want to be by myself. I want to have my body to myself i want to have my mind to myself well, look at the opposite where people's work all day and you know yeah. what i mean and then they have to come home and now they have to deal with all the chatter boxes absolutely like, no i mean absolutely i mean i i work a full-time job but my day ends when you know in the afternoon i mean because we start earlier but it's the same thing i mean you work all day and you're just you're carving out like the minute you walk in the door if you work a nine to five and you're a working parent you immediately are jumping on dinner you know did you do homework did you do dinner or their act after school stuff so by eight o'clock nine o'clock whenever the kids are going down and you're finally left with just your spouse you're like hi i love you but if you love me you'll leave me alone (laughs) like i just want to be just want to have five minutes to read a magazine and not have somebody say right. your name. No, I bet. You know? But I also I would bet. say the kids are something you chose to Absolutely. have. Like, not everyone has to have children. So Absolutely. if you chose to have kids, you can't always talk about them like they're a burden. It's like me complaining that it's a pain having to uh, work on my motorcycle. I mean, you yeah. still picked it. It's still something that gives oh. you a ton of joy Absolutely. and a ton of... So it's this whatever you need to make yourself happy. And and I'm, I think the key to a successful marriage is you have to know how to make yourself happy. I don't think the other person is ever in charge of your happiness. No. The two, of you, no. the two of you together should make it a better experience. But people that are like, I'm not happy because of my spouse, those yeah. people are going to be unhappy in the next relationship. Yeah. You bet, and they've been unhappy the ones before. Right, they're the people out there finding someone to fill fill me in. Yeah. But you got to be happy on your own, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I mean, if the other person is standing in the way of you trying to go make yourself happy, I can understand that's that. That's different. If yeah. you're the husband that doesn't let your wife, uh, let's say she wants to work or she wants to do something on the side and you got a husband that's always saying, no, 
Mm-hmm. Yoga that whatever. is someone who's standing in the way yeah. of your happiness. Absolutely. But I think that's different than the wife who's like, why don't you make me happy? Like, if you're trying to say that, that more dates... Are going to make you happy. Are going to make you happy and more vacations. I don't know. Yeah, there's that's cracks in like the sidewalk right there. Yeah. Absolutely. If your radio sounds funny, it must be the big party show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Gonna be one big party. Hello. Hi, talk to us, dear. What's going on? Oh, I was just going to let you guys know that even when you're single and you have kids, you have to take and make time for your own sanity as well. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to be married to... Uh, and what, yeah. What's the best way to do that for you? Um, for me, it's I take one week out of the year and I dump my kids off with my parents and I go somewhere. I went to Mardi Gras two weeks ago. It was awesome. Oh, oh good Who, for you. Who'd you go down there with? <laughs> um, a girlfriend of mine. Wow. There you I, go. I, I, yeah. Did you guys tear you it up? It. What was the f- best part? Tell me the craziest moment. Oh, Bourbon Street on Fat Tuesday was... <laughs> A riot. <laughs> yeah, I've only Why seen not? pictures and videos, and you know, on TV shows. I've always wanted to do that. I mean, it's just a wall-to-wall people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and the beads, right? Was her? <laughs> She's like, I did not get yeah. any beads. My kids are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I never earned any beads. I either bought them or caught them from floats during the parade. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very All much. Right. <laughs> hey, thanks for calling. Hey, you're welcome. You have a great rest of your day. You too. All right, four zero two nine three eight ninety four hundred. All right, what's going on, Mo? Well, uh, Johnny Depp, uh, he admittedly says that uh, he kind of looks disheveled a lot of the times. Uh, and recently, somebody caught up with him because uh, he was presenting an award for Fragrance of the Year. We've all had a good talk about the uh, the fragrance, the, the perfume. What's line it called? Lavage or something? Uh, yeah, it's something bizarro. Uh, and um, the winning fragrance of the year was Dior Sauvage, and uh-huh. that's the cologne that Johnny wears. Yes. Sauvage, Sauvage. Right? Uh, um, he starred in all the ads. So looking at Johnny, you wouldn't necessarily associate with him good smells. He tends to look a little disheveled. But uh, he said that when he meets people, the one thing that they always say is, like, you look like a hobo, but you smell really good. Has anyone right. smelled Sauvage? I have not. I've not had an opportunity. Maybe I should get it for my husband. Savage. I think he'd see right through that, though. He's like, you just want me to smell like Johnny Depp. <laughs> They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Seriously, put it on. What is your scent, party? What are you wearing? Oh, geez. You know what? I don't when even you gotta know. you got to wear cologne, you don't even know what it no, is. No, I don't know the name of it. Um, delicious. Mm. Hot sexed. Yummy. So you don't wear cologne? No, no, I do. I spray, but I just don't know the name. I just... I don't know, Brute. I mean, I used to do Brute back in the day. I, mean, I just don't know the name. How often do you wear cologne? I wear it every day. Somebody sent me... I'll, I will find it. Um, Wylene bought it for me, uh, so I don't... Uh, see, I'm stuck. All right, what else, Molly? Uh, yeah. Vanessa Hudgens is following up her success in the production of Grease Live. She signed on to star in, N- uh, a star in an NBC show. It's NBC and DC Universe's new comedy series called Powerless. And I guess it's going to star Vanessa Hudgens as this woman named Emily Locke. And she's an insurance claim adjuster who leads life as a normal, powerless person in a world of superheroes and villains. So apparently it's going to be, you know, like a funny show about the idea of like, how do you live a normal life when you're surrounded by, you know, Superman and and, and evil villains like Lex Luthor. So Vanessa Hudgens is going to be starring. And uh, people who loved The X-Files, the uh, latest six-episode reboot got people 
clamoring for more. And series creator Chris Carter said that uh, Fox is already asking for more episodes, but it's just a matter of figuring out how they can do it. David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, you know, Mulder and Scully. They seem to be, quote, game, but they they'll have they to work around their... Back. They yeah. said they all wanted to come back. Oh, they do? Okay, good. It's got to be so fun getting the group back together. I was starting to think that those two young ones that were in the last two episodes, uh-huh. uh, the, like the younger one, that that was going to be the future. Like, yeah. They're trying yeah, to see one or two if they're trying to bridge into that because it was a double episode. Yeah. Einstein the girl, and... The girl from Six Feet Under, uh-huh. mm-hmm. who was an Einstein relative, and I don't know who the... I didn't see the guy in anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, da, uh, the Kim Kardashian shared uh, her first picture of three-month-old son, St. West, on social media yesterday. This is the uh, second child that she's had with husband Kanye West. And the significance of her sharing it yesterday, it, was her, it would have been her dad's 72nd birthday. You know, he passed away years ago. But mm. she said, I know there's nothing more in the world that he would have wanted than to meet his grandchildren. So tonight, actually, you'll be seeing... Uh, uh, um, David Schwimmer play Mr. Kardashian in the People vs. O.J. Simpsons on FX. It's so good. That is your celebrity news update on almost number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, my smell is Aqua de Gio. Oh, Aqua yeah. de Gio. Heard of that? That's fine. It's the same thing I have. Is it really? My father mm-hmm. bought it for me years ago, and I have loved it ever since. And, uh, yeah, I just ran out recently and it didn't say anything, and then all of a sudden I had more. So thank you to Eileen for just sneaking that in there. But yeah, Aqua de Gio is fantastic. I love it. We're not quite right. Right. And we're okay with it. The Big Party Show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel. Channel 94. One. This is Nicole. Hey, Nicole. Thanks for calling. What's up? Well, I just wanted to tell you, um, you're adorable, by the way, because oh. how you pronounce that cologne, you said Aqua de Gio. Yeah, right. is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Well, okay, I've been buying it for, like, boyfriends since, like, 2004, and now my fiancé I've been with for eight years. I buy it for him every Christmas, and I used to pronounce it Aqua Digio. And then about two years ago during Christmas, I saw a commercial for the cologne, because it's Giorgio Armani, Yeah, and they pronounced it Aqua de Joe. Aqua de Joe? So Aqua de Joe. So, um, like, the Italian... Aqua de Joe. And I'm like, I never knew that. So I would always go up to the counter and be like, I need that Aqua de Gio. And people would look at me like I'm insane because I'm pronouncing it wrong. Like my total white girl self, not knowing how to pronounce things properly, just like wine. I never know how to pronounce the wine. So I'm just like, I need a box wine. Get me a Christy White or something like that. I can't <laughs> pronounce wine. Okay. So, yeah. So it's. It's like Aqua de Gio. How did I pronounce that? I don't even remember. Aqua de Gio. Aqua de Gio. Yeah. <laughs> like it's spelled, right? Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Because yeah, they Aqua separate de the Gio at the end separately. So they make you think that it's it's three words right. on the deal. So you think it's Absolutely. Aqua de Gio. Yeah. Yes. And I would say Aqua de Gio. And I thought that was kind of classy. But no, it's still <laughs> it wrong. It's still wrong. Classy. <laughs> You've been engaged for how long? Um, since 2004. Holy... Oh, no, wait. No, 2008. No, wait. What? Okay, sorry. Wait, scratch that. Start oh, over. Hey, okay. Oh, hey. <laughs> okay. I've been with my fiancé since 2008. We were engaged last May is when we were engaged. Okay. But we have three kids together. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> awesome. that's, that's a lot more of a commitment than, than marriage. 
Yeah, I'm kind of like, do we really have to get married after all this? Like, <laughs> You've done already done all the heavy lifting, so you might as well. Exactly. I, well, I it's guess. It's a good party. Exactly. But Molly, I wanted to tell you, my I have two kids. They're six and four. I think are the same age as your kids. Yeah, kind of. absolutely. Yeah. So I was like, when you were pregnant, I was pregnant. So it was so fun to listen to you on the radio about your pregnancy. Oh, and then I also have a six-month-old that I just had. Well, six months ago. So yeah. Oh my gosh, you've got your hands full, lady. Now, Molly, yeah. when, when are you going to pop out another one of those little things? Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't think. I think we might be done here. I, I mean, okay. which is like I know we um, had a milestone. Our daughter, um, you know, she's four, but like still, we were going through this big thing of pull-ups at night. Yeah, and we have gone through it. We are officially like a for real pull-up diaper-free home. Oh wow! Look oh at that. yay! I mean, which is, like, fantastic, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, no. Peter's like, don't get emotional. Please don't get emotional. Like, I was like, I want to, this is too big to cuddle. But now you can buy more wine. I know. There you go. It's about the same price. No kidding. <laughs> exactly. But I have two boys, and then I had my girl. But oh. you have the best of both worlds already. You have your boy and your girl. So there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, Thank I had to try again for a girl. I had to try. I was like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, thank you All so right. much for calling. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for calling. calling. Aqua de Gio. Yeah. Aqua DeJoe. Okay. Aqua DeJoe. Thank you for listening, too. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have a great day. You, too. All right, bye-bye. Bye. The Big Party Show. They're really funny in the morning. Hilarious, man.